Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Cormac and Sir here on Room 104. Now, there's a variety of different ways that you can determine how fit and healthy you are. Yeah, and I would have thought mainly it to do with like, you know, how long you can run for, you know, or mm. maybe some kind of exercise that you do in the gym. You know that we were talking about the plank, if you can do, or yep. is it yep. is it sit-ups or something that if you can do 10 in a row or something, then, you know, you're probably not going to have a heart attack anytime soon. No, no, remember we, we did that in the studio. If you, Harvard came out with this study saying that if a man can do 40 press-ups in a minute, he's probably healthy. And then remember, I tore something in my back and was in bits for, because we tried doing that in the studio without warming up and I tore something in my back that was giving me significant issues and pain for at least three or four months and I had to go to numerous physios on it. So always be warned if you're going to try any of these things that you see online determining your health and fitness. But can your grip strength tell you anything about your health and fitness, your aging, and even can it let you know what risk you are of getting things like heart disease and cancer. This is phenomenally interesting and apparently it can. So your grip strength can tell you a lot more than just how strong your hands are. To talk a little bit more about this with us this evening on the show from the Lancaster University is the Professor and Director of the Clinical Anatomy Learning Centre. We are delighted to welcome on the show Professor Adam Taylor. How are you, sir? Good evening, folks. I'm very well, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, we're delighted to have you on. Um, I obviously read this article and was a little bit surprised at how your grip can say anything about your health, really. I mean, it's, it's an interesting... So this, we've pulled together this piece to as an informative piece just to kind of bring people up to speed. And yeah, as you and you... you you all know, you know, having having your hand broken in 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 a handshake with somebody is, in, although not in COVID times, is incredibly painful. <laughs> but it turns out that you know that initial show of strength uh, is is a, a really interesting indicator of our health. So when you were obviously looking into not just you'd presume when someone tries to take the hand off, you're like, well, they're a very strong, aggressive person. But what else have you found that grip strength might? infer or suggest so as a, an indicator of kind of overall all health is um is, is quite useful and you, as you know as you were saying in your intro you know the the ability to do 40 press-ups in a minute or you know uh, as Sir, she said run a, a given distance is is good indicator of kind of cardiovascular and re respiratory health but your overall health is something that's incredibly difficult to measure because you've got all these different systems and yeah. organs working together and hopefully functioning um but your 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 hand grip is is interesting because it uses 
a combination of some muscles that are really strong and we use for what we consider to be kind of power movement. So, you know, hammer it using a hammer or carrying a bag of a gym bag or a heavy bag of shopping. But it also requires some really fine motor uh, muscles that uh, control things like writing or, you know, sticking a stamp on an envelope. And those mixture of muscles, the really powerful ones and the really fine and delicate ones, uh, give a, a kind of proxy indicator for the, the health of the rest of the body uh, where you know where other means of measuring muscle mass and, and muscle function are much more difficult and only really give a kind of snapshot picture to whether you know you can squat a really heavy weight or you can walk up a dozen stairs yeah like i'm trying to think if somebody doesn't exercise at all you know could they still have good grip or good strength in their arms and that you know maybe they'd be fine that's a, it's a, an interesting question. So we know about the body. The body itself uh, operates on a uh, what I refer to as a, a use it or lose it policy. So if you know if you're not particularly active, your body isn't going to carry around any more muscle or bone than it than it needs to. And and we know this from uh, looking at astronauts, for example, going into space. You know, when they go into space, they're they're rigorously measured and, and tested uh, almost within an inch of their life. And and when they come back, they go through the same kind of process and protocol. And we know that they lose bone mass and they also lose muscle mass because there's no gravity up there. They they struggle to maintain that that muscle power, muscle strength because the muscle wastes away. And so people who are particularly inactive, you know, uh, uh, sit around and, and, and don't do the kind of recommended, say, 10,000 or 8,000 steps a day, their, their, their muscle strength, you know, they are less, uh, they have less strength. They're obviously likely to be less fit than somebody who goes out and, and does a 5K every couple of days uh, or, or you know similar levels of exercise so how overall then you obviously alluded to a bit there you know like you can have slabs of muscle on you but you necessarily mightn't be as healthy as you think underneath but from a, a muscle loss point of view and, and how important just is muscle to our overall health especially as we maybe get older so, I mean, muscle, we, we typically, obviously, when we, we were born and we grow and develop, our muscles grow. And then over time, you know, we can we can refine them to be, uh, you know, if you decide you're going to be a bodybuilder or a weightlifter or you're going to be the next, you know, distance runner, uh, uh, your body will adapt to the strains and stresses that you, you put on it. But we, we kind of reach a peak in our, our you know, early 30s of, of what our muscle mass is. Um, and then we lose muscle mass and function um, at about 1% uh, per year. And by the time we're in our kind of 80s and 90s, if we're l- lucky enough to get there, we've lost about 50% of our muscle mass that we had from our you know 30s and 40s. Um, and that you know there's there's you can't you can't stop that decline it's inevitable like it's like many things in life um but you can work to reduce the level at which it declines so you know you could drop it to 0.8 percent decline or 0.5 percent decline by keeping physically active by working those muscles as i said you know it's a it's very much a use it or lose it phenomenon and the the body if you don't use it you will lose it and we see that um in in patients who've been in hospital for let's say joint replacement surgery you know that it sounds mean that they're made to start walking up and down the hospital ward almost immediately after surgery you know a couple of hours uh, after surgery and that is to make sure that they don't lose any muscle mass and muscle function uh, to give them the best possible chance of, of their new uh, uh, joint uh, functioning uh, as well as it possibly can do and could a weak grip actually like indicate uh, diseases further on in your in your life from, you know, say if I now felt like I go to the gym a lot, but I do have that 
uh, like a much weaker grip than say somebody else does or I'm not very strong that I could have a weaker heart or be more prone to certain illnesses? I mean, absolutely. So the, you know, the grip strength, um, if you account for um, factors such as as gender and and age range, for instance, if your grip strength is lower than the average for that age range, uh, you know, it's associated with things like an increased risk of of heart failure, for example, um, and can be as simple as, you know, detrimental changes to the structure of the heart, again, which means it's not functioning as well as it as 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 well as it possibly could um, and we see uh, indicators for grip strength uh, are useful for predicting survival from cancer for example so um, you know if, if you've got a higher grip strength it indicates that you've got a, a greater muscle mass and therefore you know cancer is is, a, is 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 very tricky in terms of the way that it it survives in the body uh, by you know reducing uh, the appetite of, of, of the sufferer and therefore we eat less uh, and therefore we have to call on the body's reserves to be able to uh, to to push our way through that and make sure that the, the body is is nourished for that um, so there's lots of things you know survival of cancer heart strength heart structure changes um, but also you know it's associated with um, the likelihood of death from some cancers again so particularly in in uh, being diagnosed with colorectal prostate and lung cancer in men and and breast cancer and lung cancer in women you know just as something as simple as a five kilogram reduction in your grip strength uh, can uh, increase your likelihood of dying from from those cancers so you know it's 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 an indicator of a number of different pathologies that we encounter as we go through later life just from grip strength this is insane it's uh yeah it's it's you know and it's 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 certainly very easy to measure uh, and give you a you know an indicator of, of where your health might sit so you know uh, for let's give it i guess it be, might be helpful to give it some numbers so you know in in, in people aged 20 to 29 uh, you know the average grip strength is is generating 46 kilograms in in men and 29 in women and then over time you know by the time you get to your 60s that 46 kilogram strength that men had decreases to about 38, 39 kilos and the 29 kilos of, of strength uh, that was generated in, in 20 to 29 year old women's hands dec- drops to about 23, 24 kilos. So, you know, it, it's a significant decline in, in strength, um, but it's a really useful indicator of what might, you know, lay beneath the skin and, and bone, uh, you know, the skin and structure as we look at the body uh, externally. I'm going to be so judgmental now in five years time when I get to shake someone's hand again, I'll be like, oh, he doesn't seem well. He's got a weak handshake. Get yourself to the doctor now. I mean, that, you know, that's it's, it, is in, it, it, it is interesting to think, you know, they, people obviously used to associate with the kind of almost a show of dominance in, in how, yeah. you know, how bone breaking that hand that handshake uh, fell and and now we're seeing that actually it's indicating a lot more about the person rather than you know what we just perceive from the strength of it kind of confused here is it completely down to genetics or will exercise improve this and then you know in turn maybe give you less of a chance of getting a horrible disease it's probably both actually so you know your genetics are inherited from your parents and uh, you know we can modify that to some extent with lifestyle choices so you know you, you reference going to the gym I guarantee that if you go and start doing pull-ups uh, you know you will massively increase your grip strength and similarly we see people you know lifting dumbbells and one of the biggest challenges that they have is the ability you know the dumbbells get to a point where they're so heavy that actually they can't 
can't carry them in what I refer to as the carrier bag position, you know, kind of down by your sides as you yeah. walk from where you pick them off the rack to the bench, that, that they then need people to actually lift their, you know, they lay on the bench on their back and need people to lift them into the cradle of their hands to actually lift them. So, you know, if you exercise correctly, uh, you can improve your grip strength. But obviously coming with that exercise gives you that cardiovascular fitness where your heart becomes more efficient, it becomes stronger and, you know, your overall health improves, you, you're burning through fatty reserves that live in, you know, that sit inside your muscle, for example. Being being overweight and having fat inside your muscle reduces its efficiency. That It doesn't make the muscle as good at doing what it needs to do. So, you know, all, all these things are little changes that can be made to really significantly improve your, your outlook for life. How do you go about uh, I take it, is there a specific machine or test that you use to test grip strength? Yeah, so it's called a, a dynamometer. Um, and so it's, uh, it's uh, you grip it between, uh, it's almost like a pair of kind of garden shears uh, yeah. is how, we, how I would describe it. You know, you take the position, uh, again, when we were able to go, go to the pub, for example, it's almost like you're holding a, a nice pint glass or a wine glass. And then it sit, your four fingers sit into a cradle like they are in a garden shears. And then uh, your thumb sits against a pad and you squeeze it. And it measures the force generation between, uh, between the two. And usually we take a three or five uh, measurements and then, and then take the average of that on both hands and Obviously, your dominant hand is usually higher in in the force generated compared to your non-dominant hand. It's it's terrifying because not terrifying, but I've really, really, really poor grip strength. I, I just so know, like I. you mentioned there, about not being able to lift things. Like I, uh, you know, had to go and buy straps for the gym because I can't even lift my gear bag up. No, it's, it's obviously not that bad. But uh, I, my, we're doing exercises, certain exercises, something pulling exercises. Like my grip is the first thing to give way. It's not like my back or whatever else is working. So I've had to use grips. But is is there anything then? Like, should I be worried, or is the fact that it, like, even if I have naturally weak maybe grip strength, if you're still exercising, is that still kind of okay with that offset? some of the risk factors? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, exercise is associated with with positive outcomes in so many things in life. Uh, you know, some some people have weak grip strength because the the, the architecture of their muscles uh, attached to their bones and things in in their hands are are slightly different and make them a little a little less efficient. I mean, what I would say is, you know, you know your body better than anybody else, and if there's any indication that something's not right, you know, follow up with your healthcare pr- practitioner. Um, but you know, it, it, the, there are exceptions to to what we know about grip strength, but overall, it's a useful indicator of of, of health, and you know, uh, associations with its uh, better grip strength uh, show better associations with survival of things like cancer and and um and heart problems heart heart attack heart disease etc it's so interesting um, i'm just wondering did you find anything else while you were studying this i mean i was i was surprised that there are so many different conditions that can be linked uh, to uh, to grip strength, you know, for diabetes, uh, various types of cancer, various types of heart. I, I, you know, when I started reading up about this, I thought it, it was interesting just because, you know, we're all trying to be healthy and, you know, it might be useful to show how healthy we are. But the fact that there are so many things that are associated with it in terms of different conditions and different pathologies and the likelihood to survive them, uh, you know, a lot more work is, is needed on, on this front and, and really trying to look at the other associations and other things that we can you know we can use to to 
determine what grip strength tells us about you know a measurement of disease or certain types of disease mad it, it's fascinatingly uh, interesting we appreciate you going to give it up time i know you're not like obviously a, a gym instructor but you know the body inside out we're kind of going back into a lockdown now this evening at 12 o'clock the gyms have been closed would you have any advice for people on how to as you said keep the muscle or keep their fitness levels up during the next six weeks while we're not allowed inside a gym i mean so any exercises is better than the none and you've got you know when you look around the house or, or the apartment that you live in the, the the place that you reside there's so much there's so much available to actually help you you know the the, the body is a, a huge weight on its own and you can use that you know push-ups walking upstairs having a you know having weights uh, in your hands and lunging and those kind of things all all of those contribute to maintaining your your health and fitness um and and anything you can do is 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 better than sitting there and do nothing at all it's good advice yes i'm going to try my (laughs) hardest not to sit in the couch and eat all the chocolate and not move (laughs) yeah we did that in in lockdown uh phase one and now we're into 2.0 but uh professor uh, adam taylor from the direct and the director of the clinical anatomy learning center over in lancaster university it's uh, an absolute pleasure thanks a million for popping on thanks for having me take care all the best a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 